Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Allen rolls right, completes it to Ty Johnson, the right flat, to the 20, 15, 10, 5, tiptoeing his way to the end zone! Touchdown, Buffalo! A 28-yard catch and run on fourth and one. Chris Brown of the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Ty Johnson with the touchdown for the Bills. Boy, a great play call there. Fourth down. I guess we should talk about the fourth down decisions because I heard someone call this morning and be very, very, very mad at a fourth down decision to kick a field goal earlier in the game. I... And the caller said, you, you can't expect, you can't be doing that against the Eagles. Well, my response is you didn't play the Eagles yesterday. I don't know if, 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 if the Bills are winning 6 nothing against the Eagles and they decide on 4th and 2 to kick a field goal on 9 nothing, you can call up and you can complain about it. It was the Jets. Nine points. I, I swear it's true. True story. Funny story. In fact, let's, um, let's make this our extra point for the sidelines. Kind of a weird one to do, but I'll do it. It's brought to you by Catholic Health. Catholic Health, the right way to care. Extra point for the sidelines. A lot of conversations on the sidelines. I see people, you see me down there running around doing the job. The Bills are sitting there at 4th and 2. Let me get the uh, exact scenario for you here, okay? This is the first quarter. No, I think it's the second quarter. Uh, The Bills have a 4th and 2 from the Jets' 15-yard line. They're up 6-0, okay? I turn to... One of the guys who runs the flag out after they score, standing out on the field. And I said, just kick a field goal here. Nine, nine points might be enough to win this game. Why risk it? If you go for it, great. If you get it, yeah, great. What if you don't? And now it's, well, you're not up 6 nothing. You just gave the Jets a little bit of life. And I get, okay, the argument is, totally respect the argument the caller made earlier today, this morning, the Extra Point Show. Totally respect it, which is, you're playing the Jets offense. Come on. Even if you get stopped, they're not going to drive the field. I get it. Thought the same thing about Denver last week. They did at the end of the game. But I get it. I do. My point was, I said to the guy next to me, I said, just kick the field goal. It's nine points. I don't know if the Jets can get to nine points in this game. Like, this might be enough to win the game right here if you just kick the field goal. That's what they did. And guess what happened? It was enough to win the game. They didn't play the Eagles yesterday. So if your point is, well, you can't, that's not enough to beat the Eagles or that's not enough to beat the Chiefs. Great. They didn't play them. The job is to beat the Jets on Sunday, November 19th, not the Eagles in that moment on Sunday, November 26th, which is next week. And if that happens next week, you can have every right to be mad and you can call and totally entertain that. Not this week. Not the time. 
It's just people being mad because you love them going for fourth downs. That's what it is. It's your own. Jeremy said it right this morning. Jeremy said it. Go listen. He said, I just think it was for my own enjoyment why I wanted him to go for it. That's exactly what it is. I, under, I totally respect and get the argument of the Jets aren't going to drive the field on you even if you don't convert the fourth and two. I understand that, and you're probably right, and they probably win the game either way. My point is there is nothing wrong with kicking the field goal there because it gets you to nine points, and literally the team you're playing might not score nine points the whole game, and they didn't. And then later, start the third quarter, Bills go right down the field, and on a fourth and one for the 28, they do go for it, and Josh Allen throws that touchdown to Ty Johnson. Great catch and run. Really nice to see him. Ty Johnson, what's going to happen Going forward, will they want to ele- uh, excuse me elevate Leonard Fournette? Will they be able to, like um, you know, numbers wise? Because it appears to me that Joe Brady really likes Ty Johnson. I'm really interested to see how that how how all that shakes out. It's the extra point show here in a Buffalo football victory Monday. It's presented by Catholic Health. Catholic Health, the right way to care by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. And by Speed Global, around the corner or around the world, Speed delivers. Sal Capaccio with you. Evan Pasquale producing. We are live on the WGR Facebook page. Check it out. WGR. Uh, go to facebook.com slash WGR 550. And we're taking your calls, as always. 803-0550. Let's go to Matt in Amherst. Matt, what's going on, man? Good morning, Sal. How are you? I'm well today. It's a Victory Monday. It's always always good to talk to people on a Victory Monday. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> uh, two two points real quick. Yesterday, and I, I'm surprised I haven't heard anyone mention this yet, Josh being under center more times yesterday than he has been all season. Was he, though? I don't know the numbers on this because I still think they ran shotgun a lot more than under center yesterday, but I don't know the numbers on it. They, they did. I, I mean, I don't either, but it just seemed like what were we getting at before? A handful of plays a game. He was under center a lot yesterday. And from a timing perspective, obviously it worked because he looked a little bit better. He looked a little bit more uh, crisp against a really good, formidable defense. Yes. And I think that's what we need to take away from this game. We all know that the Jets' offense isn't good, but we were playing our offense that's been in shambles against a top-tier defense scored a bunch of points, and we looked good. So combination change, shook up the room, shook up the team, play calling difference, different voice, different energy, whatever that combination was, um, it definitely worked. I just thought that Josh was under center. You know what it is, Matt? I think I think here, I'm trying to think of it. So I think the way this worked out, this is game script to me. And I don't know this. So let's go back. I, I'm interested to see. There's going to be um, some stats on this so we can all look at it. But I think for the majority of the first half, he was in shotgun and then under center once in a while. I think once they got the lead, they went under center and center and pounded the ball, and that's where you saw a lot of that. You could be right. Obviously, um, you know, you'd have a little bit more. You'd have all the information play by play. But, but well, let's, I am interested to see how that worked out because there is a someone did call earlier, and I'm going to say the same thing to you that I said to them. It's a delicate balance. We know this has been told to us. Josh is more comfortable in shotgun. A lot of the things they do, he wants to be in shotgun. But we also know... It seems like the offense is more effective when he's under center, so it's a delicate balance. And that's where coaching matters, right? Yeah. It's not always about Josh B. Josh also picked Ken Dorsey. I'm not trying to pile on Ken Dorsey, but we did that to make Josh comfortable, and it wasn't mm-hmm. working. Sometimes players, even elite top-tier players, still need to be told, this is how we're going to do it because this is what's best for you and for the team. Love it. Uh, my yeah. other question was, there was a, there was 
an incident after the game with Deion Dawkins and someone else. Do you have any information on that? Why? What play was it that caused that? Was it the the personal foul that Deion got um, for that little? I think that, that might have been because of that, but I think it was a collect a collective of issues going on in the game. Um, there is video of it. I will, in full disclosure, I did not see the fight. I was still on the field. I was doing a post-game interview with Rasul Douglas while that was going on. Uh, there is there is video on social media uh, that you can find, Matt, that people, people have it. And it seems to me it stemmed just from a whole bunch of things because what I did do, though, I was in the locker room. I asked Dion just about the game and why it was so chippy, or people asked him, I should say. And he said to the media that was there, he said... I'm a humble guy, but I don't like the Jets. Uh, they have a lot of disrespectful players, and that, to me, speaks to a collective issue he might have had. I did see the video, and in Dion's defense, he was coming up the tunnel with uh, a couple, maybe three uh, Bill staff members, and this dude eyed him up and ran up behind him to get his attention. Dion was not the instigator there, but he wasn't going to let someone, you know, Talk to him. I don't know if it was a fight, it was a coming together, but there was a whole bunch of people by the time that happened. But Dion was in no way the instigator. He was coming up with a smile on his face, minding his business, and he got chased. Did out. you see Jordan Phillips in that video? By the way, Jordan Phillips was trying, like yeah. in true Jordan Phillips fashion, he's trying to play peacemaker, but at the same time waving goodbye and get out of here, like egging them on. It was hilarious. Yeah, hey, division rival, right? Yeah, I know. And I'm just glad nobody got hurt. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate the phone call. All right. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Listen, I'm just glad nobody got hurt in that situation because I can laugh about that. And just watch Jordan Phillips in that video. The the fight, whatever you want to call it, come together at the end of the game. They're in the tunnel. Dion's up. Clemens, they're going at it. They're yelling at each other, being separated. Jordan Phillips is kind of standing in the middle of them. Like, come on, guys. And then he's looking at the Jets going, bye-bye. Go to your locker room. Like, at the same time, hey, I want to be a peacemaker. But you know what? You know, <laughs> heck with you. <laughs> kind of funny. Uh Jordan Phillips got a 15-yard penalty the first play of the game. He was standing up for Ed Oliver. He was coming to his defense, but you got to be smarter than that. Ed Oliver got kind of drilled after the play, got fell on. Jordan Phillips retaliates to protect Ed Oliver. Jordan Phillips gets called for the 15-yard penalty. you got to be smarter than that. I get it. I love the brotherness, uh, brotherhood and, and, and sticking up for one another. It's great, but yeah, it wasn't needed there. Um, anyway, but it didn't wind up hurting them. Of course, they're playing the New York Jets, who... To me, I wonder what happens with the Jets going forward. The Jets have a uh, game on Friday against the Dolphins, and I wonder, I, I would think they'd go back to Zach Wilson. I have to go back and look at the press conference from them yesterday. I haven't listened to Robert Sala yet. He might have been asked about it and said that. Um, but, you know, they, 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 they are just not a good offense whatsoever. John in Cheektowaga, my uh, hometown. Go ahead, John. What's up, buddy? Hey, Sal. Uh, first, I was going to say, when I think of Thanksgiving now, and you're probably the same, I always think of that Dallas game when Josh came out. <laughs> I mean, that was, you know, I watched it with both of my sons, and we were thinking, boy, this this kid's going to have a future here. You remember Yeah, that? I do, of course. 2019, I mean, the national television audience, Bills go to Dallas on Thanksgiving, and uh, Josh was fantastic in that game. Um, you know, great play calling by Brian Dable in that game. Cole Beasley scores against his former team. Remember the... Um, the uh, John Brown touchdown pass to Devin Singletary, that was cool, too. Yeah, and Romo Romo was raving about Josh. Yeah, I like it. But the other thing I want to mention, we have to give a lot of credit to uh, Brandon Bean for what he does on uh, the day that the uh, trade deadline. I mean, the last two years he got Naheem Hines. Now, you remember that Patriots game, two touchdowns on uh, kickoffs, and I think uh, – was it either Cole Beasley or uh, John Brown scored the 
another touchdown in that game. And then yesterday, Rasul Douglas. I mean, you don't think of a GM ha- that, that being a, an important part of his uh, job, but in his case, he just seems to come up with players. Who, you know, I'd never even heard of Rasul, you know, even though Rasul Douglas had a pick on Josh and on uh, um, Mahomes last year, you know? Yeah, and listen, I mean, some people will not give him credit, though, for the and say he shouldn't be credited for Naheem Hines because it took too long. He could never get involved in the offense, and I respect yeah. that, too. Yeah. They give up Zach Moss, who's looking pretty good for the Colts, but the overall point is right, which is you always have to be you always have to be as a GM trying to find ways to improve your roster, whether that's through free agency, trades, drafting, everything. It's not always just one way to do it. Russell Douglas was a terrific pickup for the Bills. Look at the injuries in the secondary. Look, I, got, I had people here... On social media, even, I would say, John, like I said, the Bills need to trade for something on defense. They need more on defense. I I don't need them to trade for something on offense. Sure, it'd be great, but I think the offensive solutions are in-house. I think the defense needs some reinforcements. And I had people coming at me telling me I was stupid for that. No, this is exactly what they needed. They needed a guy like Rasul Douglas to come in and help take the ball away to help their defense. Their offense, to me, still has their solutions in-house. They're not perfect by any means, but I think that was something the Bills had to do. And you're right about that. And I'll also bring up, we don't know what Leonard Fournette can, can provide yet. But Linval Joseph, nice pickup as well there. Linval Joseph for the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, him helping out on the defensive line until Daquan Jones comes back, which we know Daquan Jones is going to come back. Well, we think he might come back at some point, according to uh, Sean McDermott. Linval Joseph played 35% of the snaps yesterday. Let's get to uh, Tom and NT. What's up, Tom? Hey, Sal. How you doing? Good. Happy Thanksgiving week to you. Yes, happy Thanksgiving to you as well. You know, I think one thing that really stood out to me yesterday, and we haven't seen a lot of this this year, is, is and you, you talked about Ty Johnson a few minutes ago, but you know, some of the secondary contributions. You have Ty Johnson, you had Shakir, um, you know, first play of the game, Reggie Gilliam, just you know, right in front of me, where I, you know, I said, just thrilled the guy, and the ball just pops out. Um, you know, and I thought when he came in, I watched Cam Lewis some. I thought, you know, for a guy coming in that doesn't get much play in defense, I thought he played really well, too. And I think Cam Lewis is a very underrated player when he gets time. I think he's done a really nice job when he's on the field. I think he deserves credit. People think of Cam Lewis as just this backup special teams guy, really doesn't have a lot of... Cam Lewis, he, he's a smaller guy who brings it to the party when he plays, I'll say that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I watch him, and it's, it's nice. You know, obviously, we all want Karen Johnson out there to play next week, but we also know when you have a concussion, it's, it's hard to come yeah. back in one week. And if, if you know what, if they have to go with him for one week, I, I you know, it's it's not something I'm uncomfortable with seeing them do. You know, it's, he's, you know, Taron Johnson's a starter and a, and a stud out there for a reason, but he's well. And it was just nice to see some of these, you know, guys that, that haven't had a lot of playing time already and, and, and pick up and, and make some plays. And that's that's the one thing this team always needs. And I think that's one of the things that's been lacking. And hopefully they can keep it off and just get different contributions. And, you know, who knows, maybe next week, somebody like Sherfield or Hardy can contribute a few plays and, yeah. and help this team. You know, start rolling a little bit. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's a double edged sword, right? You want your one and two wide receivers to to eat and and to be a big part of it, but when those things get shut down, you have those other guys to to rely on. Uh, it's it's a really nice thing, and they did a lot of that yesterday. Tom, thanks for the call. Good talking to you. Have a great Thanksgiving. Have a great Thanksgiving, Sal. Talk All right, to you, later. you got it. All right, eight zero three zero five fifty eight 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 five fifty two five fifty. All right, let's um let's go to Brian and Chictawaga. What's up, Brian? Uh, hey, Sal, how's it going? Good. How are you? Um, Basically, I'm doing good. I have a question. On uh, the game yesterday, I saw when they panned over to Stephon Diggs on the sideline, They, had, it, I believe they talked about it. They showed that his brother was there. 
Is that true, or I just? I have no idea. I don't. I'm. I. I. I mean, why? I don't know. He wouldn't be on the Bills sideline itself. He's not a Bills player or Bills employee. Like he wouldn't be. He's a member of the Dallas Cowboys. So, I mean, unless he was there, unless he was there at the game, like on the sidelines before the game in a family pass or something, I, I am not aware of anything like that. No, because it's the announcer said something. They showed him sitting on the bench and Stefan talking to his brother. I might have mixed it up, but I just walked in the room last minute and they were making a comment about his brother. Yeah. I, and if that's the case, that would be a distraction for the team. I have no idea. I haven't heard this. This is the first I've heard of this. Is this on the CBS broadcast? Who was talking about it? Yeah, it was, uh, I think, I forget who it was talking It was one of the announcers. I think Romo might have been or whatever, but I did see that they panned over and they were talking about his brother and I thought they might have been his brother. No, I don't know about so that. I was wondering I, if you knew about it. I have no idea, and I don't know why that would be the case. The Dallas Cowboys had a game yesterday, and his brother's a member of the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. All right, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Yeah, I I would think that his brother would be at the Cowboys game if he's going to go to any game. I had not heard that. I had not seen that. That's the first I've even heard of it. Let's go to uh, Ryan in Orchard Park. Hi, Ryan. Hey, guys. How you doing? Um, just a quick question. I see them playing uh, Von Miller more and more every game. Is he close to the 100% mark or – let's say 80% because that sure would be nice to have him. Well, Ryan, I would say this. I am not a medical professional, so I can't give you that answer. What I can tell you is what I see with my eyes, which is it seems like he's getting closer, but he's just not there yet as far as production. And you'd have to think, you know, that, that, that he's at least to him, he says he is getting closer, but I don't know what percentage to put on it. Um, you know, I think all I can go by is what the production is, and it hasn't quite been there yet. And I'll say again what I've said a few times. He's mentioned the knee brace a few times, which is he has to wear the knee brace for a year. Well, a year is this week. So next week, Sunday, maybe it's off. Maybe he feels a little better. He can move a little better, so I'm not really sure. But I couldn't tell you what percentage he is. I'm not a medical professional or in there with him. All I can tell you is what I see from him on the sidelines. Um, so there you go. Oh, thank you. Here we go. Thank you, uh, NJ. NJ. They were talking about James Cook and his brother, not Diggs. So whoever just called a little while ago, Brian and Chiktawaga, about Diggs, thank you. Because I'm not watching the game broadcast. I'm down there doing my radio thing. NJ says they were talking about James Cook and his brother, not Diggs. Bad caller. Yeah, I guess so. Bad caller. You can say that. <laughs> um, Trying to see. In fact, you know what? Let's uh I gotta let me let me just get connected with our fans here from that. MJ. NJ. It's always great to get connected to. Let's get connected with our fans. Here it is. Getting connected with our fans is brought to you by Northtown Kia. Shop online at NorthtownKia.com for the new Kia Forte, Sportage, and Telluride. Thank you, NJ, for correcting and clearing that up for Brian. I did not know that. Uh, but I'm sure that was a storyline, obviously. Delvin and James. Matt in Depew. Hi, Matt. Hey, South. Uh, great victory Monday. Um, you know, I find it uh, interesting that with the defense um, having so many injuries and being shorthanded all the time um, this season, the Bills are still fourth in scoring defense now. And mm-hmm. uh, actually, they're better in scoring defense than they were last year uh, when they were first or second, and also better in yards allowed. By the way, think about that. Uh, that means the de- we've uh, we've been saying all year the the defenses around the league are just better, right? You're saying they're they're giving up less points per game this year, but last year they were second in the league, and this year they're fourth, even though that's the case. Yes, it's amazing. Uh, I mean, it's only like a point point six. Sure, I think seventeen point three this year, seventeen point nine last year, but. Um, 
you know, it just goes to show like how crazy the NFL is sometimes yeah. when so many small margins make a difference. I mean, the, the, to think that a team is six and five with the fourth best scoring defense and, you know, fifth or sixth in the NFL in offense. Well, let me, let me take it a step further here, Matt. Let me say it this way to you. All right. Uh, difference, different point differential per game, point differential in the league per game. Dallas, San Fran, Baltimore, Buffalo, in that order. Dallas, San Fran, Baltimore, Buffalo. All right, the Bills are 6-5. and five. Then you scroll down. Where are the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are also 6-5? and five? Point differential. Hold on. Where are they? Uh, Pittsburgh. i got to find them here. Give me a second. But you get the point. Like, I don't know how. The, the, the league is weird. Like you said, it's a week-to-week league. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers. Here we go. Point differential, negative 2.9, second in the league. The Bills are fourth in the league. They're twenty second. They have the same record. It's incredible. Yeah, it's uh, actually Pittsburgh has a better record because they're six and four. Correct and four. Sorry, sorry about that. You're right. Sorry about that. But you're right. Isn't that amazing though? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's just crazy that you know we look at the defense. We're like, oh, they're so bad. They're so bad. But look around the league and like they're actually pretty good with even with the injuries. That's yeah, and I don't and I think lately lately Matt, thanks for the call. People are recognizing the defense has been really good. And I yeah, I, I don't think people are saying the defense is bad. There's been moments where they have to be better, more buttoned up at the end of games. We've seen that. But I think it's a great point of what you bring up, which is the overall point of. And I've said this all the time. <laughs> Joe Marino says it when he comes on, I say it. You got to look at the league sometimes and put it in context. Just because the Bills don't look like they're doing something good or right or fail somewhere. Put in the context of the rest of the league. I mean, it's 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 professional football. I mean, it's it's not you're not going to be ranked number one in every category all the time. Have all pros at every position. It's not going to happen. It's not how it works. I know you want it. You can't just watch highlights of all the rest of the league and see all these teams doing all these great things and then watch your Buffalo Bills and have them do a couple make a couple mistakes and say, see, they suck. That's not how it works. Go watch all of the games and all of the teams. Do you know what it sounds like at some of these radio markets this morning with their teams? Right? Like Pittsburgh, we just talked about them. They're very, very worried about their team in Pittsburgh because they know that it's not sustainable to win the way they've been winning. And in fact, Najee Harris said that yesterday after the game. Najee Harris basically said, we can't keep winning like this, and it's going to fall out. And it did yesterday, right? It's just an overall point on there. Uh, Dillian in Philly. Philadelphia, where the Bills are going to be on Sunday. What's going on? Enemy territory, man. Um... Hey, uh, happy Thanksgiving. I, uh, you too. I, I, my uh, tempered, tempered excitement is where I am. I had the uh, a hoodie taken out of the closet, and I looked at it, and I, kind of, and I put it back. So I'm still there. I'm, I'm right on the cusp of buying back. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> but, uh, the, emo- the emotion. You don't want to get so emotionally invested and get broken. You know what I mean? It's the, it's the relationship that yeah. you know you're always going <laughs> to love them, but they just they always circle back and break your heart. Man. But I'm not going anywhere. I get you, buddy. Um, Hey, uh, so my only thing, what, what, where is Dave Davis, my brother? Where is Gabe Davis? I need, I need him. We need him. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm on the road, so I'm going to catch you off the air. Yeah, you got it, buddy. I mean, it's, you, you need to have your number two receiver more, more involved, and that's on a lot of things. And I think that we're seeing, like, sometimes Gabe has trouble separating, right? He's not a separator. He can run routes, get down the field, and with his long strides, his big body, it can really help him sometimes. That's why he has a high average yards per you know, target. It's why he leads the league in yards per, you know, per reception, average yards per reception when he is making catches. But the last few weeks, it hasn't gone well. Uh, Josh hasn't found him. Less targets. He's on the field a lot. They like him. I don't know. 
There's, there was a big discussion before the season about extending him. The Bills did not do that. A lot of people wanted him to. A lot of people didn't want him to. I don't think he's put himself in a position to make a big payday. He'll still get paid somewhere decently, better than what he's making now. And maybe it's back in Buffalo. Maybe that's like, hey, test your value. We'd love to have you back. You know this offense. We love you. You're a great worker. We'll see where that goes with him. But there's still time here for him to be more involved in the offense than what he has been the last few weeks. I mean, again, like three weeks in a row now, they've had that, that play on the sidelines. You know, like the one that was called intentional grounding ridiculously against Cincinnati? Same thing basically happened against Denver, I think, on a play. And then the same thing happened here this week. It was called back, though. That was the one target he had, but it didn't go as official target because there was a penalty. 803-0550. We'll uh, take a timeout. We'll come back. We still have to get to sit up, stand down. Hey, buddy. Got to get to our red zone stats, too. Bills were not great in the red zone yesterday. I'll explain when we come back, but obviously didn't matter. 32-6 to six over the New York Jets. Allen looking to his right, flicks it out to James Cook, who's in for the touchdown of five-yard touchdown pass from Allen to Cook. And the Cook is in the kitchen. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 